This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's Obehave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. For the first time in 10 years, we are actually in an unusual location. We're in a dentist's office. But that's okay, because we have a very special dentist and a very special assistant. We're going to find out more after we take a break. So you know the drill, pun intended. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. Oh, behave. We'll be right back. Pause up, everybody. This is your host, Arden Moore. And guess what? I wear different collars in the pet world. I am also a master instructor in pet first aid and CPR. And I have some great news for all you. Safety is one of the best skills you can learn for pets that you have and those that you care for from other people. That's why I'm excited to let you know we now have a two-day online interactive pet first aid instructor program. Yep, I have teamed up with Pro Pet Hero and I am your instructor. We use Zoom technology, which is great. So you can be wherever you are in North America. I can tap into you and we have a class of up to six people at a time for two days and we teach you all the veterinary approved hands-on skills to become a pet first aid and CPR instructor. To learn more, please go to ProPetHero.com. This is your chance to be your pet's best health ally. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Today, we are in the uh, dental office of Dr. Carol Ann Boyd in Dallas, and she has an amazing, beautiful poodle. Yep, you're coming in for your close-up, aren't you? But it's radio, and the dog's name is Max. He's a therapy dog, and he's the one that's helping reduce any kind of the jitters that people might have in a chair. Welcome to the show, Dr. Boyd. Oh, thanks so much for having us, Arden. So tell us a little bit about Max real quickly. Well, Max is just an amazing dog. He's a silver giant poodle, standard poodle, but he's three and a half inches taller than the average show poodle. He uh, went to school two and a half years, and he works with multiple kinds of patients. Here in the dental office, he works in respite care for dementia patients. He's helped people in rehab. He goes to visit friends in the hospital. Well, we're going to find out more about him, too. Um, Right now, she has a a new patient in the chair. We're talking to Chase Dominguez. Welcome to the Old Behave Show. Chase, did you ever think you'd be on a radio show while you went to a dentist? I did not. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) So what's 
made you say, I need to make an appointment with Dr. Boyd? Well, I've been here in Dallas now for three years, almost three years now. Um, I just had an appointment a little over a year ago for my wisdom teeth and haven't found a dentist quite yet, and it works out that they are in the same building. So. Now, what about seeing Max? Max is awesome. He's very cool. I have a German Shepherd at home, so it's really cool to have a dog in here as well. What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Bentley. 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 These names are very regal, aren't you? So you're going. You're here for a checkup? Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay. So tell me a little bit about, are you somebody that just dreams every day of going to a dentist? I do not. Um, <laughs> but but I have, I've always been told I have nice teeth, so I try to keep... Try to keep real good care of them and everything. Do you think having a dog that's well-trained like Max has kind of taken the jitters out? I definitely do, yeah. He's very friendly, and he just wants to be petted. Lays his head on your lap. It's awesome. And the command you give to Max? I say give comfort, and I use two fingers draw, drawing them towards me, and he puts his head on the patient's thigh. So we're going to let you do your job right now with Chase, and we're going to talk more with Dr. Boyd and the wonderful tales of Max. We're here at the dental office of Dr. Carol Ann Boyd, and one of the folks here is Trisha Delatore. She's a registered dental assistant. How long have you been in the dental field? I'm going on 28 years. 28 years? Yeah. What got you in this? Well, I, a fabulous oral surgeon by the name of James Wilson, he is now retired and teaching in uh, University of Houston, came to my classroom one day and grabbed a bunch of students and said, uh, it's a vocational class, and just said, uh, you know, whoever doesn't pass out gets the internship. <laughs> and so here I am 28 years later. So you're new to Dr. Carol Ann Boyd's office. What impact, if any, I mean, obviously she has stellar credentials, but what impact, if any, did play a role with uh, having Max here? Well, um, Max is wonderful at comforting, and I really enjoy the fact that he can help absorb any of that anxiety and stress that's going along with the dental appointment. And so it not only helps the patient, but it helps me. It helps just everybody that's around him. So it's a win-win. How would you describe him? Obviously, we're going to run photos of him, but he's the most unusual poodle I've ever seen. Well, Max is, his Facebook page is Max the Giant Poodle. So he is a gorgeous poodle. He's gray. And I always tell people his legs look like the ombre uh, <laughs> style because it kind of blends into right. a lighter color. And he's just got this teddy bear look and his personality is just, I mean, I've never met a dog like Max. He's just very I haven't heard tuned, yeah. and he's like a person, you know. His eyelashes are beautiful, so I'm a little jealous of his <laughs> eyelashes. <laughs> but beautiful white teeth, he's got a great smile, and he loves to greet you when he gets here in the morning, so I just love him. So you've been in the dental field for almost three decades, and what are some things that you know when the person's in the chair, they're feeling a little nervous? Um, body language is very important for us to um, notice right away. Of course, you know, the blood pressure, when we first get them in the room, we take their blood pressure. If it's high, um, you know, it just it's just one of those things that you just read over the over what the years. What about their, do they clench the hands? Clenching the hands, they get um, sweaty palms. You could start to see they're perspiring on their face. <laughs> the upper lip gets a little wet and then you know they're just fidgeting in the chair and you know they get quieter and right. but when Max is in there 
it's like they're not even at a dental office. They're That's just right. relaxed, and it's nothing like I've ever seen in any office I've ever worked at. It's it's the power of the paw. It absolutely is his power. He's given off a great vibe in this office, and they just absolutely... They, that's why we don't have to do any marketing or anything. It's because everybody just loves Max and spreads the word, and they show And what about Dr. Boyd? She's got some credentials, too. She may not woof and have that cute uh, poodle face, but come on. Dr. Boyd is one of the most comprehensive and just, I'm so impressed with her dentistry. Her dentistry is right up there with some of the best dentists I've ever worked for, and I've worked for some really good doctors. But she is very particular, and she does not leave any stone unturned, and she is very informative. She goes over everybody's health history. Not everybody does that. So it's very important that she gets through to the patient that she's there for them. They're, They're just not you know coming once or twice a year this is this is family care and we've got every time she sends you out for a referral or anything she stays in touch with them she doesn't good things fall through the loop now do you have any pets at home i do i have two pomeranians they're what we call womb mates womb mates womb mates and they are um, Pomeranians, uh, Riley and Sophia. They just turned 12. Oh, congratulations. Yes, and they're a handful because of the brushing, but um, very good dogs, very social butterfly. They're not yappers or anything like that. I've always, um, I think that it, I think yappers are usually, if the house is yappy, then the dog's going to be yappy. Now, do they uh, sniff you up and down when you come home because of Max? Yes. They smell Max every day, and I think they want to meet Max. <laughs> Everybody wants yeah, to meet Max. They they just know that they whatever that smell is, they like it. They're just smelling me for more, <laughs> longer than they've ever smelled. But, yeah, they love Max. So what would be one good dental tip you could give our listeners? A dental tip. Floss the teeth you want to keep. <laughs> <laughs> and not the ones you don't, right? right. All right. Um, and do you, what do you do for dental care for your cute babies at home? Well, they get their teeth brushed, and I keep, I have a, a rinse that I kind of, you know, put in their mouth, and I brush them, and they don't like it anymore. They, they, I, they're now to the point where they just don't want to be bothered, so I let the vet do it now. <laughs> All right, but you know the importance of healthy gums and teeth for us and our four-layers. Oh, definitely, because especially the smaller ones, they can get periodontal disease very fast. Yeah, they got a lot of crowding in their jawline. Very, very right? tiny teeth, and they don't... They don't tend to chew kibble like bigger dogs, so the the kibble is what keeps the tartar off. And yeah. so the little dogs, because their teeth are so tiny, you really can't get them to chew their kibble as long as, and so then they just swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're here with Trisha De La Torre. De La Torre. Yep. And uh, she is a registered dental assistant here with Dr. Carol Ann Boyd's office. And i got to let her get back to work, so pause up. Hey, next up here at Dr. Caroline Boyd's office is the registered uh, dental hygienist. We're talking to Pat Curry. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank All right. you. So tell us a little bit. How long have you been working here? I have been working here a few years, just a couple years. I love it. Dr. Boyd's a fantastic dentist. You've got the magic of Max, though, too. Oh, well, Max. Yeah, that was the hook. That <laughs> really? was the hook. I was just like, okay, this is a calming calming dog I don't even call him a dog he's almost a person yeah and he actually understands 
things that we're going to do, procedures. Really? Yes. And Dr. Boyd will tell you that. When he, when she's getting ready to do a certain procedure, he knows. He's he very knows. intuitive, isn't he? He is very intuitive. Now, do you ever have him, because I know it's good to have a dentist and they're doing the, you know, filling the cavities and things right. like that, but we need people like you to keep our Ooh. gums healthy yeah. and all that. So mm-hmm. does he ever wander in when you're doing a dental cleaning? Yes. He comes in. Patients want him. Um, I notice that if I take a blood pressure and it's high and I get Max in there, they put their hand on Max's head. Really? And the blood pressure goes down. Even happened with my husband. And he's not nervous. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, it really works. All right. What got you in this field? Wanted to help people. Wanted to be an RN. And a dentist that I knew in high school uh-huh. said, no, you're too good with your hands. You need to be a dental hygienist. Do you have some good dental tips for us, uh, two-leggers? Keep two us leggers. yeah. Sonicare, uh-huh. floss, do it twice a day. Get You're those good. back teeth, right? I got told by my dentist, um, make sure you get those back teeth. You get the back teeth. You have to be shown how to actually floss, and I do a lot of that. I use oh. a mirror. I make people floss for me. I leave no, you know. Does nothing. that make you the floss boss? I'm the floss boss. <laughs> and as Dr. Boyd says, if you just... Follow what she says, you will keep your teeth. All right. Which is the greatest compliment. I think so, too. And we're talking to Pat Curry. She's the registered dental hygienist here at Dr. Caroline Boyd's office. And thanks for being on the Old Behave Show. Thank you so much. It was painless, right? Uh, very painless. You didn't even need any uh, kind of sedative? or I didn't need a sedative. It's painless, just like my cleanings. All right. I like it. Thanks, Pat. Next up here at Dr. Caroline Boyd's office is the, would you call it receptionist, gal does many things, the Brandy Green. The jack of all trades. All right. <laughs> Hi. So, folks, this lady loves dentistry, loves dogs, and you drive a long way to come to work every day. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Tell us how long. Um, it's about an hour and a half drive. What? So why? Well, for one, Dr. Boyd is an excellent dentist, but for two, it's for Max. It's pretty much Max sold me on the website when I was researching about applying to Dr. Boyd's office. It was Max that pretty much sold me. I didn't research anything else. So. And you got uh, Dougie at home. Yes, I have two. Okay, so let's do a shout out. 411 on your cool canine. Okay, my first one is Shay. She's six years old. She's a red-nosed pit bull. And then my second one is Chico. He is one-year-old blue brindle pit bull. So do they sniff you up and down when you oh, come yes. home? Oh, yes. They know. They know. They are pretty much aware of Max now. Have they, they ever met? No. Okay. Mm-mm. So you have worked at different dental offices. I mean, what difference does it make? I mean, obviously, talent aside of the dentist, but talk about um, having a bedside manner. What impresses you about Max? The fact that he knows to comfort certain patients. He can tell when patients, certain patients are anxious. And the fact that he's in there, he just makes working here so much better because it just takes the whole environment to a different level. And he's got his own little bed. What other yes. amenities? Oh, yes. Have? And then at the end, you know, we, we go out after lunch and do a little walk. And then at the end of the day is his favorite time of the day because he gets to get his favorite ball out once patients are gone and we get to play ball with him. And, and right now that ball is kept where? It's usually kept in Dr. Boyd's office, but sometimes we put it in our drawer up front, and if it is in there, he knows exactly it's there, and he will not leave me alone all day, so I have to move it. So, How would you describe him? He's the most unusual-looking poodle I've ever seen. He is. He is. When I look at Max, I see like a little boy, kind of like little boy teenager. I don't yeah. see a dog. Yeah. So um, 
He has the greatest personality. I don't know. He just he can just make everything better just by being around you and it doesn't well, matter what day or what like what's going on on my drive in the minute I get here and he runs through that door and is so excited it's like it takes everything away you know? well it says a lot for you willing because there's you could go to a closer dentist oh, yeah of course I could mm-hmm. but Max yes. and Dr. Caroline huh mm-hmm. yep all right what got you in this field oh gosh I don't know. A long time ago, when I got out of high school, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and this was it. All right. And you got nice teeth like Max. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're talking to Brandy Green, and we're here at Dr. Caroline Boyd's office. And after this quick commercial break, we're going to have the good doctor to finish up this episode. So you guys know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from PetLifeRadio. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Lily Tomlin, and I invite you to listen to the Old Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Old Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. The good doctor is in the house. We're talking about Dr. Carol Ann Boyd. She is a dentist who is practices in uh, Highland Park, which is Dallas, and very unique because of Max, the therapy dog poodle, who is actually right now sitting at her feet. So uh, what got you into dentistry, Dr. Boyd? Well, it was kind of by happenstance. I came from uh, several generations of physicians, and that's what I thought I was going to do. And then I met a dentist physician when I was in college. Was this at Baylor? No, this was actually, I was at the University of Georgia at the time. And I met a dentist who had both credentials, and he said, you know, you want to get married, you want to have kids, you don't want to worry about about death and dying, uh, you want to be out before you hit menopause. And he said, you'll have so much fun in dentistry. There's so many different things you can do with it. You can do as much as medicine as you want or as little. Wow. Well, not as little, but yeah. definitely as much. And it, I noticed your bedside manner. One thing, I, folks, I, all of us just dream of going to the dentist every day. But the good thing about Dr. Boyd is not only the calming effect of Dr. Mac, of Dr. Max. Look, I already made him a dental dog. I think he probably is a doctor by now. Yeah. But, Dr. Boyd, you have a way of telling people what to expect and calming. So tell us about your bedside manner. Well, I just try to treat people the way I'd like to be treated. Right. Uh, I tell people, you know, I'm not going to hold you down and hurt you, (laughs) and if you feel anything that I don't warn you about, you let me know, I'll stop instantly, whatever you're feeling will stop instantly, and we will fix it. And then before I give an injection, and and I give good needle if you ask me. I've seen it in action, folks. I haven't personally felt it, thank you. 
but the people, nobody's jumping out of their chairs. Right. I just warn people. I say, you know, you're going to feel a pinch now. And I use some really new, wonderful anesthetic that doesn't burn and sting like the old stuff does. And, you know, just treat people the way you'd want to be treated yourself. You make it an adventure, too, because I just got back from the dentist, got my dental cleaning, and everything was just the normal routine. But I'm looking, staring at a wall. How is it different here? Well, we have Max, of course, which makes a huge difference if you have him with his head in your lap and you can pet him on the head while you're having your treatment done. And then one of my hobbies is photography, and so we have screens in every room so that instead of uh, staring at the ceiling tiles, you can see some pictures. And tell us a little bit about some of these pictures. Guys, this isn't just like, you know, half-baked photos of, you know, these are very well composed. You have a great eye, and you need it for dentistry, but you also have a great eye for photography. Well, thank you so much. When I was a teenager, I wanted to be a photographer, but I couldn't afford the camera. And so when I got to be about 40, I thought, you know, I better get with this if I am going to ever do this photography thing. And so I read a lot of books and took some classes and have been shooting ever since. And uh, Name some places. And when somebody's in a dental chair with you, where are you taking them away to? Oh, well, you could go to London, Paris, Rome, uh, Tanzania, Kenya, uh, Chile, um, Canada, the I islands. I didn't hear Paducah, Kentucky or Monkey's Eyebrow anymore. No, but you could go to Maine. Okay. You could go to Bar Harbor. You could go to Laguna Beach. You could go to Key West. You could go just lots of wonderful places. We've been, since we've had Max, we have not been doing near as much international travel. And because he flies, he flies with me in first class bulkhead. Mm-hmm. And he's got more sets of wings than most kids. <laughs> He's been in the. He's even been invited into the cockpit on American Airlines to have his picture made. Wow, and, that's um, pretty good, Max. But since the flights are so long internationally, mm-hmm. I worry about traveling with him internationally. So we we've gone to Canada, but that's about it. But we've been exploring the USA, and that's I realized right. that I really had neglected home for all my international travels, and we're having just a ball doing that. And so. Talk about some tips to help people not be so scared in a dental chair. Breathe. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's my, my big you know, slogan for life is just breathe and get centered. And I think you have to find somebody you're comfortable with. You really, it's a real sense of trust between dentist and patient. And I, I think that you have to find that person that makes you feel comfortable and that you feel like they have your best interest at heart. And I know he's got a lot of credentials. He's well-trained. He's been to What a Great Dog, several school training classes. He's a therapy pet and a service dog, too. Tell us when people go, what about the hygiene factor? Well, what we do is this. We picked a dog that is, number one, hypoallergenic. Number two, does not shed. Number three, does not drool. And then we never touch the dog when we're in the operatories with the patients. Right. And that staff knows that you just don't touch the dog. Now, Max gets treats when he's giving comfort to people. But what we do is pass the treat to the patient and let the patient give Max the treat. You actually have people coming a far way to see you. I know you're very talented, but what's it feel like to be second banana? I will forever just be Max's mom. <laughs> I know that. But how far away have some people come? Um, Palm Springs, um, New York. um, I've had them international, too. I I don't know if I have anybody international right now, but uh, lots of places. What happens sometimes is that patients will move, and they'll say, you know, I don't want to leave, and so they continue to, to 
fly back for care. Then there are patients who maybe a, a family member lives here. Mm-hmm. And like I just recently, I had a fun case. I had a patient from here whose mother, who was in her 80s from a small town in Mississippi, she brought her in, and we did a cosmetic case on her because wow. her mother had always wanted to have a pretty smile, and unfortunately she did not. Yeah. And so it was a lot of fun to get to do you know, things like that. Well, it really does give a boost to your self-esteem if you have a nice smile. Oh, it does. It does. I mean, we're human, and we're just like dogs. We, we make impressions right up front. And to have just a nice smile really, really does help people make that snap judgment about you a little bit bit more favorably. Well, I'm looking at his teeth, the good doctor. Uh, he's got some pretty good white teeth. He does, but he won't floss. <laughs> <laughs> no, he brushes his teeth most mornings. Actually, he, he's had them cleaned professionally at the vet. Mm-hmm. And I kind of found out how they did it, because I used to do it at the vet back in the old days. Yeah. Where, and the vet would put them down, and I would, I would clean yeah. their teeth. And then I kind of got over that. Yeah. <laughs> so what I discovered is since he's so good, they cleaned his teeth with no anesthesia. Wow. It took 20 minutes and uh, several hundred dollars. And I thought, I think I can do that. Yeah. And so we've done it and uh, here once. And it works great, but mostly I think he got really great genes. Well, let's talk about beyond the dentistry. You do a lot of good things for people in a dental chair, you and Max, but you also do a lot in the community. Tell us a little bit about what you and Max do. Well, it's really rewarding. Max offers his services various places, and he's done respite care for uh, patients with uh, early-stage dementia at Temple Emmanuel and at Wilshire Baptist Church, and he's got some gigs doing that this fall. He's gone to uh, Magdalen House, a rehab for women, and he has helped those women in their their recovery. He goes and visits friends in the hospital. And this is a decision that I made after he became a therapy dog. Okay. And we decided to not do hospital therapy with him. Uh, We go see friends, but but his hair, he wears his hair long. He's from Dallas. He's got big hair. And to give him a bath and haircut and all that is it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I do it myself anymore, and it took me three days this time. <laughs> so uh, in order for me to bathe him right before he goes in a hospital, and then I would want to bathe him right after the hospital right. because there's so many really bad bugs in hospitals that I decided I didn't want to put him or myself at risk because it's so hard to bathe him. Yeah, but going to the other places really it's makes fine. a difference. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. It makes a huge difference, and he, um, he's been a hit everywhere he goes. You, didn't you get a civic award or something? Tell me about oh, that. Oh, well, yeah. I, I won the Extra Mile Award. Um, Tell us about that. Well, that's just giving back to your community. I think that maybe I was given the award because I I had built the um, San Antonio AIDS Dental Clinic, a free clinic for people with HIV back in the late 80s, early 90s. And when I moved back to Dallas, I thought, great, I'll just volunteer. Well, a couple months after I volunteered, Parkland pulled out of the free clinic, and there was no place to see patients that didn't have insurance. And so we rebuilt the uh, Nelson Timido Clinic back in 92, 93, I think is when it happened. And I was the dental director there for several years. Very commendable. So when you're not taking pictures and you're not helping our smiles, What's something that might surprise people, a a talent or something you like to do? Well, I don't know that this would surprise anybody because 
if I tell you golf, they're going to go, every dentist plays golf. <laughs> but no, I've taken that up in my old age. I'm really enjoying it, and I had played a little bit as a kid. Uh, I enjoy cooking, um, and I was very heavily into scuba diving for a number of years. Yeah, you said you're close to being a master diver. I was. All I had Are we going to see you on Shark Week? Uh, that would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> no, the, the, the problem I ran into, I had one weekend course to take to be a master diver. That was all that was left. And I have a kind of a bad neck and back, and what I couldn't do was pick the person I saved up with all their gear and all my gear on, pick them up, and oh, take them out yeah. of the water on the beach and carry them all the way to dry land like that. I, I couldn't physically do it. And I even tried to get them to say, look, let me just kind of act it out to the very end, and there is no fudging on that. So, But that's okay. When you are underwater, you don't hear a dentist drill. You don't see traffic. Tell us the beauty of, of scuba diving. I think it was my favorite place on earth. Uh, it was like being in your own world. Like you said, you're cut off from everything up there. We used to, to laugh. We'd go to Belize to dive a great deal. And I knew everything underwater. Did you go to Ambergris Key? Yes, Ambergris Key. Uh, and and I used to, to dive with Ramon's Village. And I knew all the dive masters. And I knew probably 30 sites. And I knew it well. And uh, Barbara, my wife, would be on top and she would travel all around the town and she knew that all that really <laughs> and the well. and those uh, golf carts right and the golf carts yeah. right and so then you know she'd she'd take me and show me what she had done during the day and and i we'd i'd take her out snorkeling a little bit and let her see now don't you have isn't that the place i i did that about 10 years ago bottlenose bottlenose sharks or who's what's oh, underwater nurse, there's a ton nurse, of nurse yeah, sharks nurse. so tell us about that why that's not a scary thing well i like to think let people think that I was very brave <laughs> because you can see pictures of me surrounded by 10 or 12 sharks and I'm just looking really comfy feeding them but the truth is nurse sharks unless you do something really mean to them aren't going to bother you at all yeah. they, they're pretty much eating plankton and different things yeah and that's one of the better great barrier reefs out there, it's the it? second best barrier reef in the world it's only second to Australia's great barrier reef so I just loved it and what I did when I was underwater is I would photograph everything and then I had all my books and my dive master, and we would go through all my photographs after, and I would be able to make sure I knew the flora and fauna underwater and was able to identify it. It was sort of like, uh, I'm a birder also, mm -hmm. and it was sort of like birding underwater. You know? yeah. And I'm laughing, folks. If you hear anything in the background like chewing, like uh, it isn't Dr. Boyd chewing on a rubber ball. It's our other honored guest, and that's Max, who knows that uh, where the ball is hidden, right, Dr. Boyd? He, right. He's not supposed to have it until after patients, oh. but I think he thought since you were here and the door was closed, he could go ahead and get it out. All right. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? It's It's been an honor to be able to have you on our show. And that Max, if you care, Max, it's an honor to have you. But the power of the paw and intuitive nature of your dog, what, I have not met a dog so tuned into people. I don't think I've ever met a dog like Max before either. And I n know that his upbringing had a lot to do with it, but I think I just got very, very lucky. All right. Anything you'd like to add? Sure. Well, I know we mentioned this last time, and mm -hmm. I don't know if you got any of this, but I just wanted to point out that to use a therapy dog in dentistry, you don't just bring your pet right. to the office. Right. The dog needs to be properly trained and have all the, the other things we discussed about uh, hypoallergenic, no shedding, no drooling, but mostly they need to be perfectly trained. And uh, it's important to find a good school for both of you to train to get. You want to give a shout out? Hey, the best school in this part of the country, maybe the country, is What a Great Dog in Frisco, Texas. And they have a satellite in Richardson, Texas also. 
Yes, and I can tell you because my dog, pet safety dog Kona, went through three classes and the canine good citizen and became a therapy dog also at What a Great Dog. Right, and Max did the advanced canine good citizen, great dog, therapy dog, six courses in agility, uh, rally, tricks, therapy dog, and Hollywood dog. He has an agent. Oh, my gosh. So is there any good dental joke you can leave us with? I know the joke is what time you don't want to go to a dentist is... Two, two thirty. What? <laughs> two thirty? This? Oh, two thirty. Oh, oh two thirty. Oh, bad, bad, bad. I guess I'm just down in the mouth. Ah, but um, bump, bump. All right, everybody. So we have been honored and delighted to have Dr. Carol Ann Boyd, Max, and the staff here in Highland Park. And uh, actually, the zip code right here is Highland Park area, but this. The street is in Dallas. All right, Dallas. And do you have a website you want to shout out? Oh, we do. It's uh, drboyd.net. But mostly, go to Max the Giant Poodle on Facebook. He has lots of adventures, and he's got followers from 37 countries and 14 different languages. Wow. Wow. All right. So until next time, everybody, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.